This is the Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford podcast. Welcome, foodpreneurs, to episode number 42. We're in a tough industry, and I know you don't want to hear about the downsides too much, despite feeling it yourself. But I've spoken to so many women lately who are doing it really tough, so much so one has made a big, big decision, which you'll hear about on the episode. These hardships are impacting their revenue and capacity to perform their best work. I've recorded this episode because I want to help you get through to the other side, knowing how to handle challenges like these women have spoken to me about and feel good about the difficult decision you too may need to make. This episode of Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford is brought to you by Foodpreneur's Formula, my business acceleration program for packaged food and drink brand owners ready to scale, and my pricing for distribution workshop to learn how to engage a distributor to help you sell more product and put more money in your pocket. Hi, I'm Chelsea Ford, award-winning food and drink business expert, head coach of the acclaimed program for women, Foodpreneurs Formula, and your host for this, the Foodpreneur Podcast. If you're a packaged food and drink business owner, tune in with me each week because I'm going to help you land more accounts, get in more consumer baskets, and help you put more money in your pocket for every product you sell. In each episode, I'm going to tap into my 30 years of experience leading sales, marketing, and finance teams for big and small food and drink brands to give you coaching tips that will help you take your packaged food or drink business to new heights. I know what works, and I know what doesn't. So I'm going to share with you industry tools and insider knowledge that are next to impossible for small businesses to access and from time to time, I'll dive into my little black book to bring you interviews with hard-to-reach specialists who will help solve those pesky industry-specific problems like distribution that I know you've been losing way too much sleep over. So roll up your sleeves, foodpreneurs, because you're about to enter a no-fluff zone. I'm bringing my A-game so you can reach yours. No matter where you are, whether it's in your kitchen, coordinating your deliveries, or on your way to a buyer meeting. Listen up, because we're about to set the path for you to secure your next best stockist, increase your sales, and put more money in your pocket. This is the Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford podcast. Here we are careering toward the end of 2022. But this message for you today is not just another end of year message. It's a message to see how you and your exhaustion levels are and to share some stories with you so you feel less alone and to tell you how to hold on to your business when your mental and emotional state is impacted by what is happening at home. The last few years, there's been so many challenges, hasn't there? I don't need to tell you that. There's been many, the pandemic, catastrophic floods, devastating bushfires, difficult elections, unlawful invasions, and now an economic downturn. I mean, really, how much can we take? And they all impact families, homes, lives, and our mental health. I speak to all kinds of people, mostly women, 
every day about scaling their packaged food and drink businesses. I've been scaling for decades. I'm a former big food sales director, consultant to industry manufacturers, big and small, and coach to foodpreneurs. When I say big, since leaving full-time work with multinationals such as Sara Lee, Nestle and Kellogg, I've worked on big sales management projects for corporations like Kerry Group and mid-tier enterprises that are privately owned that I won't mention because I'm still involved with some of them. What I also do is coach through my accelerator program, Foodpreneur's Formula, to help women growing and scaling artisanal packaged food and drink products land on more shelves, get more product into more consumers' hands, and put more money in their pocket for every food and drink product they sell. And you know the key difference between the first examples and the Foodpreneur's Formula members or other women in small business? It's not the revenue. It's not their profit. It's the impact of what's happening at home on their business, perhaps on your business. Here's a story I wanted to tell you. Recently, I got a crisis call from a foodpreneur who was absolutely distressed. So distressed, she was hardly breathing as she spoke to me. I know her well and I love her. I'm not going to risk breaking her anonymity, but I am going to tell you some of her story without any identifiers because she's facing complex marketplace issues family demands and financial stress that I know many relate to. And if that's you too, I want you to know that you're not alone and that there is light at the end of the tunnel if you follow my formula. And that includes, but is not limited to, being very, very aware of the impact you have on your business as an individual or as a partnership if you're listening with a business partner. We are our businesses. That doesn't mean your business is your baby. It means as a small business owner, the more systems you have in place, the more you can outsource key tasks, the easier it is to reduce the kind of impact any emotional roller coaster moments have on your results. My distressed foodpreneur has been building her business and doing her darndest to be there for her family. Every day she powers through. She's got lots of energy. She does her work of landing new stockists, embedding new distributor relationships, renegotiating cost of ingredients with her manufacturer, managing her 3PL, and coordinating her marketing contractors. She does it all, and she manages her life with her loved ones. She's no dummy. She knew to focus on her numbers, her cogs, her revenue, her expenses, and her margin. She did it all, and with some stiff competition. She also knew growing and scaling a business when you have competing responsibilities is hard, but she pushed through anyway until she just couldn't do it anymore. It was the final straw when she had to make a choice between her business and caring for someone she loves. It's really not a choice. And she knew it. And after many anxiety-filled evenings and nail-biting conversations, she decided in order to keep putting food on the table, 
and being more present for her loved ones to close her business for now. It was, is a tough decision. Tough, tough, tough. Her heart was torn. Do you feel like you have so many things on your plate or a sense of never-ending to-do list or the guilt of just not spending enough time as you'd like with your loved ones too? I know how difficult it can be making money in food and drink, especially right now. Foodpreneurs say to me, Chelsea, why should I pay a broker and a distributor? They also ask if I engage a distributor. There's no money left over for me. What should I do? These and other questions are fundamental to scaling a packaged food and drink business. Engaging a distributor to help you sell more product and put more money in your pocket only accelerates when you start understanding margins, promotions and sales support. Three fundamental aspects of doing business successfully with a distributor as your sales partner. Getting your product into more consumers' hands isn't as easy as clicking your fingers, but it is easier when you understand a distributor's business model and how they make money. You can use hope as your sales strategy or pray a distributor will take you on, only then to be disappointed because they didn't live up to your expectations of delivering incredible sales results. But they didn't because you weren't prepared to work with them in the way that gets the most from them. I know because I've engaged and managed distributors for years and I know how frustrating it is dealing with them. And that's why I invited Hasan Bajani, founder of Boutique Food and Beverage Brand Partnership and distribution company, Cartel & Co. to teach with me and help you price correctly for distribution. The workshop took place live in July and I'm now offering you the replay and the 11-page workbook with the pricing formulas to keep so you can refer to them in your own time and finally take your business next level. By following our tried and tested formulas, they will help you know what margins you should have and how to create a bigger impact and sell more product. Find the link to the distribution pricing workshop in the show notes or go to femalesinfood.com and find it under the resources tab on the menu bar. And just so you know, this offer is only available until the end of 2022, and I'm doing it to help you access food and drink business expertise at a fraction of the investment you'd ordinarily have to make because of how tough it is in the market, economically speaking, right now. I know you want to hear hope from me and you want the precise steps to scale. And I give you those opportunities to lean into every day. But I also do that whilst holding women and their hearts as they navigate the business of food and drink. It's not a one size fits all with me. I have another story from another woman I was speaking to recently whose husband had a meltdown in July and subsequently her sales ever since have been impacted, she told me, because of the strain it put on her as the CEO of her business. And another woman I was speaking with whose husband is very, very ill, and understandably, she's been fretting about his well-being. These women are no flakes. They are solid human beings with a decent baseline of stockists and revenue. But what they all noticed was as soon as something happens at home, 
it ricochets through their P&L. And I understand if I have a fight with the Bobster, my darling husband, and we don't clear it, no matter how good my internal boundaries are, it muddies my thinking because I'm hurting. It's a human response. It's a feminine response. I know this industry and I absolutely love it, always have. But I'm also the kind of person who coaches you through the challenges and gets you to see the whole picture and come away feeling stronger, not weaker. I don't sugarcoat anything, but I keep morale up. I walk that balance with my own confidence, truth, and integrity. As a former big food sales director for many, many years and still being on the tools for clients today, I know what it takes to prepare your sales pitch what it's like being ghosted by buyers. And as a small business owner myself, I know how hard it is to make ends meet financially. I'm not immune to the challenges and the decisions you have to make today that have a ripple effect tomorrow. I don't represent the big end of town. My values stopped aligning with them years ago, but I know how to work with them and they want to work with me. I have evidence of that every day. I, however, represent and advocate for foodpreneurs and small business owners, the women putting food on our tables, in our children's lunch boxes, on our special event tables, and in our bags as we run around, run around getting stuff done. So for all of these reasons, and after speaking to my distressed foodpreneur, It made me want to share the advice I gave to her with you in the hope that it helps you feel more confident and less alone. If you too need to make a big decision about your business and you're not sure how to execute it, here's the advice I gave her. Firstly, decide your key message and stick to it. Use it as the basis of your communication with all your stakeholders, for example, your distributors, co-manufacturer and stockists. Don't get caught up in the story too much, but rather talk about how you will take care of them and their business as you exit. Secondly, develop a 12-week exit plan and work backwards from the end date. I love Gantt charts. If you don't know what one is, Google it. My foodpreneur needs to give her distributor 30 days notice. So the plan I gave her helped to do that. And finally, remember that you did your best and closing a food and drink business before you've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars is a win. Women, I've got you. If this has touched you in any way, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram or share this episode with a woman who you think may need to hear it today, or leave me a review on your podcast player of choice. I always appreciate your reviews because they help my message get to even more foodpreneurs who, as one woman said to me this week, Chelsea, I've only just discovered your podcast, and gosh, I wish I'd done it so done so earlier. Only now, after three years, have I realized that I can't take no's personally. Separating my own sense of self from my business success is not easy, but so necessary. It sure is tough out there and often very lonely and overwhelming in here. 
so it's great to hear from others experiencing the same challenges. Thank you for all you give to your community of entrepreneurs. And that foodpreneur who was distressed, what happened at the end of our telephone conversation, you ask? Well, let's just say I was pleased to hear her breathing had returned to normal. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you found today's insights valuable and learned something that you will implement in your food and drink business right away. I'd like to ask you now to help me help more female foodpreneurs put more money in their pocket by giving me an honest rating. Five stars would be lovely, but that's up to you. Write a review and subscribe to this podcast on your platform of choice. The more you tell me what you like, And the more momentum builds for Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford, the easier it will be for me to help women with packaged food and drink brands have more choice on how they can invest in their business, freedom to spend more time with their loved ones, and joy as they help even more people on their food journey. So thank you for taking a moment to do that and see you next week for another episode of Foodpreneur with Chelsea Ford. Mm -hmm.